In this episode, we'll cover why targeting high-profile guests is not a sustainable way to grow your podcast and why you should shift your focus to building a demand-based content strategy to fast-track growth. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Winery, and in this episode, you'll discover how a demand-based content strategy can supercharge your podcast growth, how to avoid common mistakes that keeps your podcast from attracting and retaining new eager listeners, why you need to stop relying on guests to bring in new listeners for your podcast and why you need to start relying on your content strategy and a low effort step-by-step process to building a content strategy that will help you attract, engage and retain thousands of new listeners in the coming months. So you've been podcasting for months, years, maybe even five years, maybe even 10, who knows? But you've poured your heart and soul into your podcast and despite all of your effort, it's still not getting the traction you hope. You've been working hard, long, consistent. This shit is getting frustrating. Why is the podcast still stuck with a slow and steady growth? If you find yourself relying and hoping that big guests will bring in new listeners, if you find yourself hosting amazing shows, releasing unbelievable content, and you see competitors who are releasing subpar content to yourself gaining traction fast and if you find yourself covering a whole range of topics on your podcast unfortunately these are all signs that you don't have a content strategy in place if you find yourself having a massive influx of downloads after a guest comes on but you struggle to maintain that high level of engagement that's a sign you don't have a content strategy this could be the reason why your podcast isn't growing at the rate you would like you lack a demand-based content strategy. Now, what does that even mean? Seriously, what does that even mean? When I tend to bring this up to either clients we're working with one-on-one or in a group setting within the Get More Listeners Academy, or when we talk about this with podcasters that we get on in terms of a strategy and discovery call, they seem to think that a content strategy is more so about the things you talk about. It's more so about the weekly or your, you know, and your your cadence and how often you're uploading new episodes. And they might confuse it to the posting schedule on social media as well. These aren't a content strategy. You know, a content strategy is a topic that is consistently covered on your podcast because you know it's a popular topic that your listeners need and want. So again, it's you strategically covering very specific content and topics within your podcast to attract, engage, and retain new listeners. That is the goal of content marketing. That is the goal of building a content strategy to attract, engage, and retain thousands of the listeners you want to reach for your show. If you're a coach, expert, and you feel a podcast who wants to do this full-time, who are the people you're trying to reach? Your content strategy is the backbone that allows you to attract, engage, and retain those listeners. So with that being said, I wanna just cover, honestly, Number one, common mistakes that we see podcasters making when it comes to building out a content strategy. And then later on, we'll talk about how you can start making some changes to your podcast today to attract, engage, and retain thousands of the listeners you're trying to reach. Number one, you're constantly relying on guests. 
think about it this way. It's kind of like hosting a party, expecting a massive celebrity to attract all of the attendees consistently. Now, sure, if you've got Drake, if you have, you know, Tom Hanks, if you have huge celebrity names and big figures, The Rock, you know, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, same people, you get the point. Yes, that's going to attract a lot of attention. Yes, it's going to have a massive initial buzz. Yes, it's going to bring a crowd. Maybe. But after a while, that's not sustainable, um, number one. And number two, if you're constantly relying on guests, you get a bit anxious. I'm sure you've had experiences where you thought a guest was going to bring a massive audience to your show. And you realize, hey, number one, either the guest does bring a massive audience and the episode blows up. But the listeners don't stick around. Why? Because the content strategy isn't in place. Or number two, the audience just doesn't come. So there's constant state of anxiety, wondering, okay, let me get this big celebrity on. Yes, it might have a massive buzz, but it might not. It's not sustainable, and it's not going to be the thing that drives the growth for your podcast. Without a consistent and focused content strategy, those listeners who come, they're not going to stick around. Relying solely on your guests without setting the proper foundation can again lead to amazing and yes, short-lived spikes and listenerships, but will always and consistently fail at building a loyal fan base. Number two, I'm constantly guessing with the content you're covering on your podcast. And what do I mean by this? If your podcast is covering a whole different range of topics, a whole different range of episodes, a whole different range of topics based off of ideas, maybe having these conversations that are free-flowing with your guests and you haven't got an intention behind what you want to cover on this episode. So yes, you might get a guest on and have them share their story, share the insight, provide some practical value. But if, the, if this is the consistent trend and it's just a guest, whatever they bring, then again, you don't have a proper content strategy in place. You know, when you have a proper content strategy in place, you are deciding the specific topic and you're directing the conversation and the interview to provide value to your listeners based on the topic you're covering on that episode. Your guest isn't the one in control, you're the one in control. Most podcasters host, again, amazing interviews, provide amazing value, share amazing stories of their guests or the people they interview. But, and that's a big but, that doesn't mean this is a content strategy. That doesn't mean you have a demand-based content strategy. It gets a bit messy. You can't deliver the best product consistently to your listeners. You know, imagine you're planning a dinner party without knowing who your guests are. You know, you don't know what they like. You don't know what they want to eat. So yes, you might end up serving a massive meal that you believe is good. But if it doesn't appeal to the people who you're feeding, it doesn't matter. They're going to be disappointed, pretty pissed off. And your kids will probably be thinking, hey, what the fuck, mom? What the fuck, dad? What the hell? Did you cook this? They won't say it out loud. Probably won't say what the fuck, mom, what the fuck, dad. Um, but I'm sure deep inside of thinking, well, this is crap. I'd rather go to aunties and have some of her food. My point being, the people you're trying to serve will not be satisfied. Similarly, without researching your audience's interests and needs, your podcast content may just miss that mark. Again, leaving your listeners uninterested, causing the growth to stagnate. So if you feel like you're covering all these different topics, think about it. Let's say you had a podcast episode that blew up that was about fitness, right? People listened to it. They absolutely loved it because, again, it was about fitness. It blew up on social media, had tons of episodes, was the most downloaded episode ever. Then the next episode was about how to scale a marketing business with an entrepreneur. People came in because they love business. 
They love the episode. They check out the rest of your podcast and it's covering loads of different topics that doesn't match their needs, that doesn't interest them, that doesn't hook them right away. That's your content succeeding and attracting listeners, but failing to engage and retain those listeners long term. That's your podcast being unable to maintain a high level of engagement and grow month after month after month because you're retaining listeners. That's your podcast consistently bleeding out listenership every single month because you're failing to retain listeners, because you don't have a proper content strategy in place to attract, engage, and retain listeners. So look, I want to take a little pause because I got way too serious. I'm probably, you know, <laughs> a bit dramatic, but I'm, I'm being dead serious. You know, like all jokes aside, I know that sounds very intense, but how I want to kind of view this and phrase this for a lot of our clients is this, like, it's really important to look at, look at it through that lens, right? We're trying to grow, trying to build an audience. If you're listening right now, hey, maybe you want to eventually attract patrons. Maybe you eventually want to attract more clients. Maybe you just want to support um, and just have a highly engaged community. For that to happen, we need to make sure your podcast is airtight. We need to make sure people listen to the show and then come back for more over and over again. So yes, am I being dramatic? Absolutely. But in reality, if you look at your numbers, they will tell you, they'll, I'm using my words here, you know, if you look at your numbers, they'll tell you a specific story. And that's what I really want to encourage you to do. Start considering looking at the numbers, seeing what's working, seeing what's not, and getting a bit more airtight. Now, with that all being said, let's get back to the episode. So, so far, we've kind of covered, number one, why relying on guests isn't a great content strategy. Number two, why guessing or covering loads of different topics on your podcast isn't the best thing because you're unable to retain those listeners. Now, if I were to ask you, you know, do you believe your content is valuable? Yes, yes. Do you believe that if your listeners listen to your podcast, they'll gain tons of value because of content you provide? Do you believe you're sharing inspiring stories, giving practical advice, and really producing, again, amazing content? Yes, I would also agree. Without knowing much about your show, I would also agree. And to be honest with you, the majority of podcasters do do that. They produce amazing content. It's rare that we find people that don't have amazing content. But producing amazing content is very different to producing a content strategy. And I'm going to talk about that in just a little bit. So with that being said, would you also agree that vegetables are good for children? Yes, I would agree. Would you also agree that the content and vegetables are very nutritious and will help the child grow um, at a much better rate if they had it compared to if they didn't? Yes. Amazing. Love that. So why is it that when you try and force kids, a four-year-old, to eat vegetables, they simply spit it out in your face, even though it's valuable and good for them? I really want this to, to, to sit in. Why is it that you can try and force kids to eat vegetables, and even though it's extremely valuable for them, and it's extremely good for them, the kids will still spit it out in your face and they won't eat it. It's simple. Kids want what kids want. Your listeners want what your listeners want. You want what you want. If we got on a strategy session and I said to you, hey, do you want to buy my phone for a thousand bucks? You'd be like, dude, I came here to speak to you about how I'm going to get personalized guidance to grow my show, to accelerate my growth, to gain more listeners, and to put myself in a position where I have more authority in my space, more credibility. I've got a massive audience, 
and I'm put in a position where I can easily monetize my show. So why are you trying to sell me your phone? You don't want that. You want a big audience. You want to grow fast. You want to monetize your podcast, right? So here's the thing. The same way you can produce amazing content, the same way you can produce extremely valuable content, if your listeners don't want that content, they're not going to tune in and it's not their fault. It's your job and your responsibility as a leader and as a podcast host to deliver and serve your audience the best way you can. Period. Period. So most podcasters are out here, again, creating amazing content, providing super in-depth and amazing value, but they're not gaining traction because they're trying to force their listeners to listen to a show that they may, instead of simply giving the listeners what they want. Now, these are costly mistakes that have a significant impact on your growth. Without tailoring your content that resonates with your audience, their interest and engagement rapidly decreases. And depending solely on guests to drive growth is building a house on quicksand. It won't provide you a solid and stable foundation for long-term growth. So again, let's recap. Podcasters often go wrong by just guessing and covering a whole range of content that doesn't retain listeners. Without doing proper research on the audience's demands, wants and needs, and relying heavily on guests without a consistent and demand-based content strategies. These mistakes hinder growth, leaving your podcast plateauing or, you know, growing at a slow and steady rate and struggling to gain traction fast, struggling to retain more and more listeners. You know, cool, Anne, I love that. This all makes sense. Thanks for shitting in my current process in terms of my content strategy. You're welcome. (laughs) But you know what? In all seriousness, it's crazy to think how often podcasters um, will look at strategies like social media, like short-form clips, like YouTube shorts, getting big names on their podcast, building our website to grow. When in reality, to be honest with you, that's just papering over the crack. That's not what I'm here to do. I don't want to paper over the crap. I want to really help you solve the problem of why your podcast isn't growing and give you the tools on how you can fix that for faster growth, higher engagement, taking you and putting you in a position where you can monetize as soon as possible. So no, TikTok, social media clips and strategies, YouTube shorts, getting big names on your podcast, building out a website, spending money on marketing and ads, None of that stuff matters if you don't have a content strategy that can attract, engage, and retain new listeners consistently, period. Even if you have an unlimited budget, you can send all the traffic in the world to your podcast. It won't retain listeners if you don't have a proper content strategy to retain those listeners. And this process of finding out exactly what your listeners want and the demand of your audience is known as finding content market fit. Finding a piece, finding the content that your audience and listenership wants, matching the content and the audience together, and voila, you have content market fit. You're now creating content based on the demand of what the market wants. Instead of creating content and episodes interviewing guests, and then trying to force that content down people's throats. 
Again, I'm exaggerating here, guys. Again, you, you make amazing content. Don't get butt hurt. <laughs> but genuinely speaking, that's the difference. So one, creating content based on demand and finding content market fits is where we find what's popular in your audience, what your audience wants, and then we give it to them. But the majority of podcasters are just creating content and hoping that's going to attract, engage, and retain people, not looking deeper on what the actual market wants. Now, for you, if you're not sure what market means, it simply means an audience base you're trying to reach. So, I want to make this very clear. We've had clients who've experienced explosive growth after struggling to break past 30 to 50 downloads per episode after two years of podcasting, after building a content strategy based on demand that attracts, engage, and retain new listeners, they were able to scale to around 500 to 1,000 downloads per episode consistently after four months of implementing this strategy. And the best part is they were doing solo episodes. So no guests were involved at all. It was just them. Their content was a thing that attracted engage and retain new listeners now let's shift gears a little bit right i've talked about why it's important to have a content strategy where most podcasters go wrong and why you need to find content market fit if you want to attract engage and retain new listeners let's explore the steps you have to take to start developing a demand-based content strategy and to help you find your own content market fit step number one Conduct thorough audience research. Get to know your listeners. Understand their interests and pain points and desires. Again, you can ask loyal listeners who've been consistently giving you feedback, who are engaging on your social media. Just ask them a simple question. Hey, I would love to get some feedback on how we can improve the podcast. And to help you with this, you can ask these three questions. And you can ask this over text, or you can ask this on a 10-minute quick Zoom call. I promise you, if you ask a listener who's been listening to your podcast for some time, would they be open to exploring a 10-minute conversation on the phone with you on how you can improve the show? They're going to be more than happy to do that. If you're more, if you don't feel as comfortable with that, then simply ask them this question over messenger, over text. Here are the three questions you should ask. Number one, what is your favorite part of this episode and why? Number two, what's one thing you currently struggle what's one thing you're currently struggling with with X topic? So what's one thing you're currently struggling with your podcast? What's one thing you're currently struggling with forming habits? What's one thing you're currently struggling when it comes to anxiety? What's one thing you're currently struggling when it comes to mental health? What's one thing you're currently struggling when it comes to literature? What's one thing you're currently struggling when it comes to marketing? The point here is you're asking them, hey, look, what, what are you currently struggling with in relation to what I'm covering in my podcast? Because you want to find a consistent trend with these answers if you have a business podcast covering marketing sales operations while you're hearing from your listeners hey dude you know i love the content but right now i'm just really stuck when it comes to generating leads um i'm really stuck i don't know where to start i don't know where to go you hear that once eh it might be a fluke you hear that twice eh it might be a fluke you hear that three times there's a pattern there right so doing this will help you align your focus will help you build the content strategy based on what your listeners tell you they actually want and what they're struggling with, right? A listener is far more likely to pay attention when you create content that's based on their needs, that's based on helping them solve a particular problem or helping them move to a desired place, to the land of pleasure, if you want to call it that, right? 
So really think about that. And that's why that question was, what's one thing you're currently struggling when it comes to X topic? That's why that is so important. And then number three, what's one thing we can do to make this podcast better for new listeners? Um, I have to say these three questions were massively inspired by Alex from Podmatch. I'm the founder of Podmatch, an amazing guy. I watched one of his interviews and I thought these three questions are amazing prompts to ask your listeners. I've tweaked them a little bit to match kind of the intention of what we're going to be doing here when it comes to our, our market research. But this is what you should do. Again, three questions. What is your favorite part of the episode or the podcast episodes and why? What's one thing you're currently struggling? What's one thing you're currently struggling with when it comes to X topic? What's one thing, what's one thing we can do to make this podcast better for new listeners? This, I promise you, will give you so much valuable insights into the content your audience are actively seeking, what they love about the show that you can start doubling down on, and maybe things you can start changing on the show to make it better. Maybe you've realized, hey, we actually really like short pieces of content. Cool. Make the podcast from an hour long to 20 minutes long, action-packed. Maybe you've realized, hey, they're actually struggling with lead gen. I'm covering operations. I'm covering sales. I'm covering overall marketing. Let me just focus my entire content for the next 20 episodes on lead gen and go super deep because that's what my listeners want. Step two, identify already popular topics in your podcast. Spot the themes that's going on with your audience in terms of the episodes that seem to do really well. And by doing this, you're able to find out, again, the subjects that's already exciting your audience that's already giving them tons of value that they are voting for with their listen so simply looking at the data and your analytics right so there's two ways you can do this there's two ways you can start to identify popular topics within your podcast the best way to do this and this is what we do with our clients in the get more academy we look at the data right and we actually just hey all of these different topics are covering on the podcast which one seems to be the most popular? Once you find that out, you can expand on that so much more, right? Once you find out what the most popular topic is on your podcast, you can double down even more and really explore that single topic with so much more depth, period. So an example would be, again, let's say you've got a business podcast and you speak to your listeners and you look at the data and you realize, hang on a minute, Generating leads seems to be blowing up. My listeners love lead gen, love learning about it, and they're also really struggling with lead gen. How can you explore that further? Okay, cool. That's what you need to do. So step number three is actually going to then be you planning out the episodes, the episodes and the sequence you want to release them. So actually then building out the content strategy based on your finding, based on what you know your listeners want and what they've voted on in terms of what's already really popular, right? So you can start crafting, again, engaging stories, sharing practical tips, providing a unique perspective that's catered to your listeners' needs, covering that very specific topic. You then become, once again, the trusted guide that it can turn to for knowledge and for entertainment. Again, you need to have focus, in terms of how to practically apply this and plan things out, so step number one, you've identified what they want. You've identified what's also popular. Let's say it's a lead gen. Okay, cool. Maybe you can start inviting more guests onto the podcast to talk about lead gen. Maybe you can start making solo episodes just sharing practical advice about lead gen. You know, three ways, um, three signs you might be struggling with lead gen. Three signs why most business struggle with generating leads. 
are forced at process to generate leads today. Do this to fix your lead gen problem. Where most business owners go wrong when generating leads. Could this be repelling leads? How to properly qualify leads for your business. The point is you really start to cater the content you're producing to match your listeners' needs, focusing on that specific topic, expanding and going much more deeper. Step four is establish a consistent publishing schedule. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. I think, you know, for the most part, most podcasters do do this, but it's worth saying as well. Consistency is the backbone of any successful podcast. Delivering episodes regularly will build up anticipation and foster a loyal audience. That again, look forward to each release. I mean that. And you guys know that. And, and for us, what I'd encourage you to do is include maybe solo episodes to your weekly schedule, right? So interviews with guests and then a solo episode expanding on those topics. It allows you to test faster, allows you to explore and the topic in a bit more depth and gives you a bit more wiggle room um, when it comes to really becoming an authority in your listeners' minds. So increasing your output is going to help you stand out, period. It's going to help you, again, attract, engage, and retain listeners at a much faster rate. And then step number five is just actively engage with your audience and incorporate the feedback they consistently give you. So all you're doing is constantly creating feedback loops, right? You do some reach of what your listeners want. You look at the data and analytics of, of your podcast of what's already a popular topic. You start to plan out your episodes. You then start to establish a consistent publishing schedule. And then you simply test and see what your listeners like. Take a look at the feedback and think about your podcast as an ongoing conversation with your listeners. Encourage them to interact through social media, through your emails, through live calls or through Q&A sessions within your communities. By listening and adapting to their needs consistently, you'll strengthen the connection and loyalties of your listeners. I really hope you found this insightful. I know that this is honestly a massive sticking point for a lot of podcasters, but this is part of your foundations. If you're trying to scale to 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 downloads per month and do this full time and position yourself as an authority, build up your credibility, grow fast, get big and monetize as soon as possible, you need your foundation set. I'm not going to, you know, give you sunshine rainbows and say, do this on social media, do this clips, you know, spend money on ads. That doesn't make sense if the podcast inherently in terms of the content strategy is broken. Um, we have to fix that. You have the power to take control of your podcast growth by implementing a demand-based content strategy that can once again transform your podcast and help you build a highly engaged and thriving community that helps you consistently attract, engage, and retain new listeners. I want to make this very clear. I love what I do, but I don't make this podcast just for fun. I make it so hopefully you can feel inspired, you can learn something new, you can gain clarity on why your podcast isn't growing and the steps you need to take to fix that. Take action on everything you've learned today. Implement it and see for yourself. So to wrap this episode up, here's a recap of everything we've covered. Number one, the importance of a demand-based content strategy for your growth process. The common mistakes podcasters make when it comes to building a content strategy and how that negatively impacts their growth. 
while you can be reliant on guests because it's a short-term strategy for growth, steps to developing a demand-based content strategy, how to conduct thorough audience research, how to identify the popular topic that aligns with your audience demands, how to plan the episode and expand on topics that are in demand, and how to establish a consistent publishing schedule. And finally, the importance of actively engaging with your audience and consistently incorporating their feedback. And look, if you haven't already, be sure to go down to the show notes and grab your free copy of our best-selling book, Podcast Marketing, or typing www.getmorelisteners.com slash book. And of course, what you'll also get is a totally personalized mini show audit. So again, that's completely personalized to you and your podcast. Yes, uh, like I've said a thousand times, this is absolutely 100% a bribe and a way to get you into our world and what we do. My name is Anthony Winery from getmorelisteners.com. You have been absolutely amazing. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll catch you in Friday's recap rundown episode.